When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss Georgia Tech 222, Cumberland 0, the largest margin of victory in the history of college football. Georgia Tech Engineers 222, Cumberland Bulldogs 0, October 7, 1916. This is not a misspeak. The game was played in Grandfield in Atlanta. Obviously, it was the largest margin of victory in the history of college football. Here is the big picture. In the spring of 1916, Cumberland beat Georgia Tech 22 to nothing in baseball. Georgia Tech wanted revenge. By the end of the first quarter, Georgia Tech had nine touchdowns. In all, Georgia Tech scored 32 touchdowns, rushed for 978 yards, and had no passing yards or first downs, as they scored within four plays on every possession. But what about the small picture, the details? What actually happened? To understand this game, first we need to understand the time period in which the game was played. First, globally. In 1916, World War I saw two of the most decisive battles, the Battle of Verdun and the Battle of Somme. Next, in the United States. In January, in Browning, Montana, the temperature dropped from 44 degrees to negative 56 degrees in one day, the greatest drop in temperature ever recorded in one day. In March, Jay Pershing led the cavalry and a horse artillery across the border to hunt for Pancho Villa, and in May, Norman Rockwell's first cover appeared in the Saturday Evening Post. In college football, well, in 1916, the football season had no definitive champion. Both Army and Pittsburgh were hailed as national champions, yet only Pittsburgh claims the national championship. In Rose Bowl, well, Oregon defeated Penn 14-0, and Georgetown led the nation in scoring with 464 points. Georgia Tech, back then, was known as the Engineers. At the time of the game, they were 1-0, having defeated Mercer 61-0 in the opening game. They were riding an 11-game unbeaten streak and had not lost since 1914. Cumberland University was a small, private Presbyterian university in Lebanon, Tennessee. In 1903, Cumberland won the Southern Conference Championship. They dropped football in 1906 and picked it up again in 1912, and actually dropped its football program before the start of the 1916 season. This game was the only game they played that season. So why did Cumberland agree to play? Georgia Tech coach John Heisman pressured the school into playing. He reminded them of an agreement, which, if Cumberland did not play, they were responsible to pay $3,000 to Georgia Tech, a hefty sum back then. He then added enticement. He offered to pay $500 for them to play. Why? Why did he do this? That year in baseball, Cumberland ran up the score and trounced Georgia Tech 22 to nothing. And there were suggestions that Cumberland used ringers or professionals in that game. Unsubstantiated allegations, but allegations nevertheless. It was said with the backing of alumni, Heisman and Georgia Tech wanted to exact revenge. Conspiracy theorists believe that the score, 222, was deliberate on Heisman's part, a number he targeted to obliterate the 22 Cumberland number that was tossed at them in baseball. 
Another conspiracy theory has it that the scorer influenced the sports writers, whose rankings back then were usually reflective of the scores in the games. Anyway, back to Cumberland. Cumberland fielded a team for that game, but it consisted of 14 players that were actually fraternity brothers. The game was set, and I suppose would be equivalent to today's Alabama, Clemson, or Notre Dame, playing a bunch of frat boys from Gardner-Webb University. Georgia Tech won the toss and elected to kick off. After gaining three yards, Cumberland was forced to punt. The punt travels 20 yards, and it was returned 18 yards. This means Georgia Tech had the ball under Cumberland 20. One run, touchdown, 7 to nothing. On the ensuing kickoff, Cumberland returns at 5 yards to the Cumberland 10. First play, fumble. Georgia Tech recovers the fumble and runs it in. 14 to nothing. Next position. Cumberland returns the kickoff to the 30, then fumbles on the first play. Georgia Tech has the ball on the 20. Two plays, touchdown, 21 to nothing. Next possession. Cumberland was forced to punt. Another 20-yard punt. Georgia Tech has the ball on the Cumberland 35. Two plays, one 25-yard run, and then a 10-yard run, 28 nothing, And it went on. The score at the end of the first quarter was Georgia Tech 63, Cumberland 0. By halftime, 126-0. And at halftime, Georgia Tech coach Don Heisman agreed to shorten the quarters from 15 minutes to 12. By the end of the third quarter, it was 180 to nothing, and in the last minute of play, with the score 215 to nothing, the Cumberland quarterback threw a pick six. On the ensuing drive, Cumberland lost five yards, and the game ended. 222 to nothing. The engineers amassed 978 yards, 32 touchdowns, and forced 15 turnovers. Cumberland had negative 28 yards in total offense. Tech scored 10 times on first down, and they never threw a pass in the game. One out of every three plays for Cumberland were turnovers, and seven of the turnovers went for touchdowns. And, as Georgia Tech made no first downs, scoring within four plays of every possession, what does this mean to you and I? This means there were no first downs in the game. Coach Heisman went on to guide Georgia Tech to its first national title in 1917, wedged between several monumental feats, like this 222 to nothing win, but also a 33-game undefeated streak in a season in which Georgia Tech scored 100 points in three games. His defenses posted shutouts in 54% of its games, 75 shutouts in 138 games. Coach Heisman has four undefeated seasons at Georgia Tech and a 102-29-7 record. The Heisman Trophy, that 45-pound, 13.5-inch tall bronze statue, bears his name. The Heisman Trophy is awarded each year to college football's best player. Cumberland College resumed its football program in 1920. A new field was erected that year, and Cumberland enjoyed success in the 1920s until the Great Depression stopped play after the 1920 season. Football returned to Cumberland in 1932. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.